Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults and people who do not have iPads. Like me. There's a lot of people that don't have iPads. There's more yet. people with iPads than without iPads. It's a scientifically proven, not true. It's a scientifically proven fact. There are kids in Africa that have iPads, and I don't fucking have one. How is that fair? I don't know. How is it fair? Answer me. I don't think that's true. It is true. I saw I saw a video the other day of a kid in Africa. He was playing with his iPad. He was texting his friends and ordering pizza. And all his friends were like, hallelujah, Steve Jobs has ended the famine. We can order pizza from our iPads. Well, you need to let everybody else figure out if they're worth having or not and wait for the second gen to roll around. <sighs> and you work out all the bugs. That's tough. And you get the best of both worlds. All I can hope is supposedly on the 8th of this month, which if you're listening to the show, that would be today, right? Or yesterday, actually, if you're listening to the show now, right? Say... You will have heard the news yeah. by now. iPhone 4 is coming. God, I hope it comes to my carrier, and God, I hope it's awesome, because I have to get that. And if I get that, I well, have to you've get... been talking about that for. I know. If so. I get that, you'll get one, and then I'll have to wait for the iPad for a little while longer. Father's Day, because you'll get an iPhone for Mother's Day. What? Wait a minute. If I get an iPhone, that counts as my Mother's Day present, but you're just getting an iPhone just because. Well, think about it like and this. And then you get something else for Father's Day. <laughs> How does that work? Well. I don't think that's right. I hate you. This episode number 546, Roller Coaster. It's been a roller coaster around there. They want to call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. I still think it's fair. Because think about it like this. No. You, it's like. It's like. No. Thanks, Amazon, for being our sponsor. You understand me, even though my wife doesn't. I understand plenty. You don't understand me. You just don't. So we talked about last episode, we went to Six Flags, and I was too fat to ride all the rides. Well, I, I got to ride all the rides, but I had to sit in special seats because I was such a fat ass. So disheartening. Head out. Now I'm not eating as much as I used to, and I'm really not happy about it. Well, you just have to eat smaller oh, amounts God. throughout the day. That's the thing. And no, not the fourth meal at Taco Bell. Hmm. No. That's the worst time for me. Yeah, it's at nighttime. That's why uh, you eat like a bowl of cereal, a handful of almonds, maybe some popcorn, something like that. Something that'll stick with you that needs to be worked on to be digested. Could you just blow me to distract me? Cut it out. Like every time I start getting hungry, you'd be like, come here. And then I would be distracted and then I could get about my day. If you love me, you would. You would take care of me. But you don't. So we went to Six Flags, and I told Thing 3, everybody's big enough to ride all the rides now. That's why we got season passes mm-hmm. and shares, because everybody's the right size. So I said, look, I'm not going to make you ride anything you don't want to ride. Okay? Because I know I, when I was a kid, I was terrorized by my dad, who made me go in the haunted house. He made me go in Engine Joe's Cave, and I hated both of those things. Okay? And the thing is, if he would have waited a couple years from the first time he made me do it, it probably would never have been a problem. But when you're five years old and they drag you through all the scary shit, your brain gets burnt. 
You know what I mean? Well, true. So well, the, she's a big control freak, too. So she definitely wants to have a say. Right. So I said, here's the deal. I'm going to tell you the rides I'm going on. You can go on them if you want to. I want you to try them to see if you like them. Because mm-hmm. I think you will. And I would hate for you to miss them. Right? Yeah. Because we went on Superman and initially she looked at superman and said that is ridiculous i am not riding that ride and then we talked her into it and now she likes it she's still a little bit scared but she doesn't try to talk herself or anyone else out of riding it anymore right she drags her feet a little bit but she still gets on well she's more concerned about getting on and off of a ride yeah, she's just, she wants to make sure she has help getting in right. and out of the seat. She gets very panicky whenever, and I, I explained this to her before. I have to get out of my seat first, and then I can assist you. Right. I can't get you out of your seat until I am off the ride. Relax. I'm not going to leave you here. So we rode Superman. She was fine with that. And I think she likes to pretend that she's more scared than she is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Especially, she's, she's dramatic. Right. She's like, oh, I'm like afraid. any uh. other 10-year-old girl. So we rode that. And then I said, okay, next is, was it the parachutes? No, I wanted to ride flashback. And you and thing three both said, fuck that. Well, it's got not. loops, right? <laughs> right. Kim, here's the no. big, here's the big thing with Kim and roller coasters. She can handle roller coasters as long as they don't go upside down. I don't what? really like backwards either. Right, okay. But but uh, backwards just makes you a little bit nauseous. If you go upside down, you actually get physically ill. You get a headache, and you're done for the day. Right. So fine. So you guys decide you're going to ride the parachutes, which is... Super lame. And think through is all paranoid. It's like, you just got off Superman, which is not only taller, but faster. They'll be a baby. So I rode Flashback with Thing uh, 1 and Thing 2, and Thing 1 cried on Flashback. <laughs> <laughs> she was, like, was a bigger baby i think that on she most was of she them. is a huge baby a huge baby yeah so but she wrote everything so we wrote that and then we got off and i said look batman's right here let's just go let's just ride batman and i had the flash pass so i just said here we're gonna ride we're gonna ride batman in five minutes that's how it's gonna work in five minutes i'm getting on batman whoever mm-hmm. wants to go can go and uh thing three really dragged her feet on batman and then we got up there and uh, we got in, and then I was too fat, and we had to get off and wait for the next one so I could get the special fat man seat. And keeping her on the platform during that was a bit of a challenge. Yeah. Well, seeing her face when you guys left me, uh, I positioned myself semi between the entrance and the exit because I was really afraid she was going to boomerang. Yeah. I was, I was pretty sure right. she wasn't going to get on there. So the, it comes, we ride. She was very nervous at first, but as soon as the ride took off, she was laughing and screaming, but she was laughing too. So she had a good time. She got off and everybody was fine, right? Mm-hmm. So that was very good. I'm very proud of you. Uh, then we moved on to the next roller coaster that we rode was ill-advised. <laughs> we moved to Runaway Mountain, which is an inside roller coaster, and it's dark. Well, and none of us had ever been on it. And frankly, I hadn't really heard a whole lot about it. And I never see anybody really waiting in no, line. The, there's never a line for it. So I was like, okay, let's, let's just see what this is. And we got in 
and it was it was kind of weird because it is inside i've never been on an inside roller coaster before and it's dark and when i say dark it's black inside except for a very few spots of light at the beginning and you're like there's stars i was like yeah it's really kind of a hole in the roof (laughs) well i think maybe if you waited in line in the dark the whole time you know like a nor- the normal line wait your eyes might have adjusted somewhat Maybe. but we came straight in from the bright sun right directly to the ride there was no time right. really to adjust so we got on we rode it and i don't like it i don't like- <laughs> <laughs> i don't think really any of us liked it and the problem is is you know i, I kind of need to see where i'm going that's that's the problem it's not that it's particular. I, I don't, like I said, if you look at it in the daytime, I don't think it's very impressive. The problem is they use lights to confuse your sense of balance. Mm-hmm. And as a result, we were all feeling pretty green when we got off. I was very nauseous. And thank God it was towards <laughs> the end of the day. But you know what really didn't help? Yeah. <laughs> Getting off of that ride, walking out, back out to the main entry, essentially, and discovering that thing one and thing two both stepped in vomit yes somebody got off the ride and immediately yacked and then they went and they threw uh kitty litter on it which is what they do and you let it soak up then you just scrape it away and it's done but the kids pay no fucking attention to what they're doing they just walk through somebody else's vomit and i'm sick i see that they've done that and i'm like uh (laughs) (laughs) I, i am out and i told them i was like can you watch where you're walking when you get off these roller coasters sometimes people puke right at the door black so everybody's feeling a little bit green we go we ride la vibora which is like a kind of a bobsleddy thing and it's fun but even that was too much for cab you're like i really don't feel good now (laughs) yeah i thought i was okay i thought i got my sea legs back before we got on that Mm -hmm. Uh, you know because i wasn't really feeling that bad right but yeah after we got off that then I knew I was done and like I said I'm glad it was towards (laughs) the end of the day but I knew I couldn't ride anything else and and I I did a good job, I think, of pacing everybody on the ride so that we nobody exceeded their limit until we got to the end. Which was good. Right? Yeah. And then Eric and I said, look, I really want to ride the Titan. It's the last roller coaster. It's the biggest one in the park. I would like to ride it. I paid for the Flash Pass. I would like to ride it, but I don't want to ride it by myself. It, to me, I don't find any of this stuff fun by myself. You know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to ride a roller coaster by myself. I don't want to go to a movie by myself. Usually. Well, they didn't want you to either. You know, everybody was kind of stressing about it because they didn't want to deny you the chance to ride right. it. They didn't but, want you to ride it by yourself, which meant they had to face their own fear <laughs> right. to get on it. Now, I, and I want to I stress because I found out after all of this that most people don't let their kids ride these roller coasters until they're older. Until they're 13, 14, 15, right? Which I, I found to be very weird because I started riding roller coasters when I was 10 years old. Well, I, I think everybody's different, but, you know, we do tend to shelter kids a lot more now. And that's why I think that uh, that's why I was surprised, because here's the thing. A theme park is a great place to push your kids a little bit. To help them a little, but that, you don't that's what I'm saying. No, I don't. I'm not saying traumatize them, but I'm saying if you push them a little bit to find out that there's things they enjoy that are a little bit scary, or that they can do things they didn't think they could do, and it's in a perfectly safe environment. And that's my whole point. That's what I was trying to do with thing three, especially was, let's just try this. You know, what I'm saying I can guarantee you, you will not get hurt. And if you don't like it, I'm not going to make you do it again. 
Well, Let's that's the it. thing. Then she has control over it, which is extremely important to her. I, I thought it was funny because generally she enjoyed pretty much everything that she was on. And she asked you guys to ride the teacups. Fools. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you want your dad to be in charge of spinning that thing? I really don't think that's a good idea. And then you guys get it because I don't do spinny. No. No can't, spinning can't and do no upside spinning. down. Out. Yeah. Well, and I know better. I'm not getting in that teacup with you because you're going to make me throw up. Well, it's funny because the teacups were totally thing three's idea. You guys all pile yeah. in. The ride starts. You start herking on that stupid thing, getting it spinning. Right. And her demeanor went through these phases. It was like <laughs> she first got in and she got a big old grin on her face. Right. Excited and happy to be there. About, uh, you know, 30 seconds into the spinning. Now she's got a look of concern. Right. She's still got control over herself, but she's concerned. <laughs> then she moves on to this kind of like a blankish stare. Like right. she really can't think about anything else. She's zoning completely out oh, yeah. because she, she can't down. deal with the reality. <laughs> and then centrifugal force takes over and her head kind of slams off to the side. <laughs> well, <all laughs> and I'm laughing and thinking... My kid just whacked her head. That's <laughs> right. She did. And I'm busting and got laughing. She didn't really hit her head on the side. But I told the kids, too, I said, look, at a certain point, you will not be strong enough to hold on to the wheel in the middle of it. And they're like, no, that's not true. And I was like, trust me, I will spin you little fuckers off. And I did. And I was happy. <laughs> so we did that. And we also rode the Tony Hawk ride, which was scary, but everybody had a good time. So we, we get down to the Titan. It's the last thing. And the problem with the Titan is, it is a very long walk from the Titan entrance to getting on the ride. Right? Yeah. So everybody agrees, yes, let's go. Let's do this. We we we, we leave. It's me and the three girls. You're you were gonna ride, but you're just too green. You can't well, yeah. you can't after, do it. after right. seeing the girls walk through puke right. and then you're going done. on the other one. I <laughs> so yeah, I knew better. So I take the kids. We we walk up through, and we're using the flash pass, so you go up through the exit. We walk up to where the actual line would be, and thing uh, three looks up and goes, it's really tall. I'm out. <laughs> thing one grabbed her and goes, come on, it's going to be all right. I was scared, too. So we get her past that, and then the whole way, it's every time there's a brief stop, we're all talking thing three down, right? We're all trying to keep her calm, keep her relaxed. It's going to be okay. We get up there. Everybody loads in the ride. She grabs my hand. Now, this is when I knew that things might be a little dangerous or might get a little out of control. Because thing three does not want to be touched on these rides. <laughs> right. She gets a little bit scared. And then she's like, don't touch me. Just leave me alone. Well, she always starts it and says, right. <laughs> will you hold my hand? Well, yes, I'll hold your hand. And as soon as you go to take her hand, don't touch me. <laughs> exactly. But this time, she got a death grip on my hand. And as the ride started to pull out of the station, I saw a tear roll down her cheek. Aww. And I was like, oh, no. This is exactly the same thing that happened with thing one. The first time I rode it with her. It starts going up. And I will, I will say this. The Titan has a very long wind-up. Right? The trip up the first hill mm -hmm. takes a while. It takes about a minute. And if you've been on a roller coaster, you know that dink, 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 dink sound. Mm -hmm. It's a little nerve wracking. 
And it's meant to be. Right. Then it gets to the top of the hill and it gets quiet. And she looks at me and she goes, what happened? And then we were over the hill. (laughs) (laughs) And she did not stop screaming and crying until we got off the ride. (laughs) I feel so bad. I do too. On the other hand, on the other hand, she wrote it. And she was very proud that she could say that she wrote it at school. Mm. And all the other kids were like, I don't know. My mom won't let me write it. That's true. And it's like a little notch on her belt. And then she also told me that, you know, I have to ride next time. So she's pretty well geared up. I'm pretty proud of her. It's a big hurdle for her. She um, doesn't normally act like that. So it it was an interesting day for her. I was glad to see it. Like I said, I'm just glad she tried them. And next time I think she'll do it again. And I think it'll just get a little better every time. Now, one thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One thing that won't get better is no matter how many times you may uh, do your taxes, most of the time the numbers don't change. Yeah. Unless you're like forgetting things. Thing, Thing one had to file real taxes for the first time. Now, she had worked last year, but it was a very short amount of time. And so taxes were really nothing. Right. In fact, I don't even, Mm -hmm. did she even make enough to have to file taxes last year? No. Okay. So this year she had to file taxes and we've talked about this before. She worked her little ass off. She made some money. Not, not a shit ton, but a significant amount for a kid her age, I would say. Right. I think so. And I, she got really mad at me. She made more than me. She got really mad at me because I said, you know, that's almost enough to buy a car if you just would have saved it. Aww. (laughs) It's true though. I had warned her about that before. If she would have saved her fucking money, she would have a whole lot more than she has now. But anyway. She was with the boy when he did his taxes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he got like 400 bucks back. Mm-hmm. Not not a ton of money, but it's 400 bucks, right? Right. So she's like, well, shit, I made a lot more than he did. Mm-hmm. I, I should have a nice fat tax return. Mm-hmm. So I sat her down. We did her taxes using the computer. And we did them. And it said, you get $26 back. Aww. She was so mad. She was having 10 fits. And she she said, I don't, this can't be right. We need to do it again using different software. <laughs> right. So she sat down and she's going through every single little thing. <laughs> scraping, pleading, begging, scouring, anything to see if she could add right. to that return. $26. $26. So then her next step, I mean, what's the logical... <laughs> thing for her to do she's gonna get on the phone and chew out the boy (laughs) for getting a bigger tax return she's gonna yell at him and i tried to explain her said look here's the deal the boy isn't on his mom and dad's tax return anymore he's not claimed as a dependent so they think he's out there actually trying to make a living right and he's not but that means he gets everything back i said no you next year will get a bigger tax return i said yours will be even bigger because you're going to be paying for school and all of that comes back to you and she goes, she goes, it's just not fair. I shouldn't have to pay taxes. Everybody that makes more money than me should have to pay taxes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I said, that sounds familiar. And that's awesome. Right up until you're one of the ones making more money. Exactly. And I said, and I'm not trying to be mean to you, but you need to realize the fact that I paid more in taxes than you made last year. Exactly. <laughs> so... 
We had a whole chat, really, about Social Security because she was really offended by that. And she goes, oh, my God, I paid in a whole year and I'm never going to see any of that money. <laughs> I said, how do you think your dad feels? Exactly. I'm pretty sure he's been working a lot more years than you and he won't see it either. Right. <laughs> um, if you compare the two, it's not even the same. No, but I just thought it was funny because it was her first year to pay taxes and it was such a kick in the balls. She just couldn't. But part of it was her fault, too, because she, she had several jobs. And when she felt, and she, I, I just don't think she, she didn't take any dependents, or she took one dependent or something. She kind of screwed herself out of a tax return, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Well, the funny thing is, is I explained to her that uh, many people strive to have a, a, as close to a zero as possible. Not everybody wants to get a tax return. A lot of people are happy with just coming out pretty even right where you're not given the government you know your money tax and interest free yeah that they get to use it and you don't get anything in return and uh, once i explained it to her that way she goes oh you mean some people try to get it that low and i did it without even trying (laughs) right i said yeah she was like oh okay well i can live with that Uh, yeah it's all in the spin yeah she i don't know she's just silly so i'll be curious to see how how it goes for her next year but still She's a goofball. Apple Incorporated said Monday that it delivered more than 300,000 iPads on its opening day, meeting expectations of some analysts. While underscoring the challenges the company still faces marketing the device beyond early adopters. The total seemed modest given the weeks of hype about the revolutionary nature of Apple's new touchscreen tablet device. Furthermore, the figures include pre-orders that were picked up or delivered Saturday and iPads sent to retail stores such as Best Buy, but not necessarily purchased. Apple shares closed up $2.52 or 1.07% to 238.49 on Monday. I do think do it's we funny. Really have to... Yes, you do. Okay. Okay. You need to accept the gospel of Job's and just relax. Now, the thing that I think is funny is that people are saying, oh, it only sold 300000 these people seem to forget that the original iPhone only sold 270000 in the same time frame. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think, I think we were talking about this, about the, iP- uh, the iPods. It was something that people didn't think they needed until it came out. And now pretty much everybody has an iPod. I have three. <laughs> Kim. Kim. Me. Yes. That says something, right? <laughs> and it's not just that she has three. She has one for every occasion. In her I life. use them all. <laughs> Everything has its own specific use. Right. Like, I, I don't like to use my, my iPod Touch when I'm doing yard work. It's too big. Well, you don't want to fuck it up. I, I don't want to mess it up because right. it's expensive. So I use my crappy little shuffle. Right. The little clip. Or on. the nano, whichever right. one, depending if one's not charged. I, I prefer right. to actually use the little clip on shuffle when I'm working outside. Yeah, because it, it weighs, it's nothing. I mean, I, I think that I really do think the, the shuffle is the kind of MP3 device that anybody can use at any time. Like you're exercising or whatever, just load up your playlist exactly. and go. Exactly. And if something happens to it, like I drop it in the pool. Or if you are exercising and it gets smashed or you lose it or whatever, you're not crying. You can get a reefer one for 29 bucks or something. Yeah, it doesn't cost anything to get it. And I, I think it's a good idea. I think the iPod was the first time that Apple really understood that it needed to have a range of things for people. But this iPad, I mark my words, it will be everywhere. It will be everywhere by the end of the year. 
And I, I think it's going to be interesting. I think it really is going to change a lot of stuff. Well, now, weren't you also saying that uh, some colleges will be using them uh, yeah. for their textbooks? Yep. Some colleges are going to give them away next year, and, and the textbooks will be on them. And I think that is a fantastic application for it because, I mean, who likes lugging around bajillions of books? This way, you're for sure that everybody's going to have the same textbook. Right. I mean, I, I think it's great. Yeah. So I'll be curious to see how it goes. I really am going to be having to restrain myself from buying the 3G one when it comes out. We'll just have to see. But I, I just think it's one of those things, like, like I said, I told Kim like 15 things she could use it for that she she was like, oh, yeah, okay, I get it. Because you were totally dead set against the whole well, thing I mean, until I, I pointed it, out. Because really you didn't think, think you would use, use it. it. Yeah. Yeah. But the things that you do on a daily basis. If you just had the iPod laying on the table, you would, or the iPad laying on the table, it would be so much easier. You pick it up, you look at your websites, you check your email, send a couple tweets. You know what I'm saying? Done. So it'll be interesting to see how it works out. But on the other hand, I do know that as soon as I buy one, there will be a better one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty much a given, is it not? No, but it'll be like the time the when I, it, it'll be like when I bought my my MacBook. I buy it, and literally the next week they go new shit. Should have waited. Yeah, but you were able to now, upgrade. Yeah, my MacBook they admittedly upgraded for no problem. And and I will say this: no company that I've ever done business with has treated me as well as Apple has. Period. That's true. Next story. Oh, this story makes me mad. When the lights and bells went off at a slot machine at the Fortune Valley Casino in Central City, Colorado, Louise Chavez thought she had won the win of a lifetime, $42 million. But after the casino claimed the machine malfunctioned, all Chavez got was a few dollars, some free meals, and a room for the night. Colorado gaming officials are investigating the incident, but said it could be nothing more than an unfortunate computer glitch. Chavez may not see a dime. I put my money in there, Chavez told Good Morning America. Whatever I want, I should get. There are dreams, and there are things I'd like to do. Helping my family, helping my kids. That's why I'm disappointed. I just don't know. Now, here's my thing, okay? I really think that the law should be, you put your money in, you press the button, and whatever it says you, says you won, you won. Because what's to keep these fuckers from going, nope, sorry, computer malfunction, nothing for you. Every time. Every fucking time. Right. It's bullshit. It's gambling, and it's gambling for you, and whether the house wants to believe it or not, it is still gambling for them. There is always a chance that somebody will come in and clean your shit out. Exactly. It's not, it's not just a one-way street. It's not designed to only... I mean, I mean, of course, they're totally lopsided towards the casino. Yeah, it is. But there, there is always that chance that there'll be a path. Otherwise, nobody's going to play. Right. And that's what makes me mad. I put my money in the fucking machine. I press the button. The machine told me I won money. Okay. That's what you fucking pay me. Now, in this case, the machine was only supposed to, it says, it says on the machine, maximum payout $250,000. So mm -hmm. something clearly went wrong. But you know what? Fuck you. She gets the maximum amount that was on the machine. Whatever she supposedly could have won, you have to give it to her. Yeah. I you mean, know? They, they were happy to keep her money when she lost. Yeah, that's the thing. If I put my money in and pulled it and nothing came out, could I just go, hey, your machine's malfunctioning. I didn't get any fucking money out. Give me my quarterback. Right. And 
their compensation of giving her the money that she put in, which was $23. Yeah, fuck that bullshit. Gave her a free breakfast, which was probably a bagel, something lame. I saw the casino. It isn't <laughs> anything not nice. major. It's not the golden nugget. It's okay, but it's And the great. free room for the night, which she actually turned down, which well, I can't I, say I blame her. I'd be like, no, I'm, I'll, get me the hell out of here. Why would you want to stick around? Right, exactly. And that's, like I said, my whole point is, if you're willing to take the $23 I fucking put in here, then you have to be willing to pay me whatever the machine says I won. Now, like I said, if you want to come back and say, look, it's not $42 million, it's only two hundred fifty grand." Right? Fine. I, w- Fine. I would say that that would be fair. If that was the biggest payoff that the, the machine should have and it was a glitch, then she should get that amount. Right. But you know what? On the other hand, if you're willing to take people's money, then you need to make sure your machine does what it's supposed to do. And if it says that like, you give them people money, you have to give them the fucking money. Because like I said, if they get away with this, there's absolutely, I would never go to Las Vegas or anywhere else to gamble again because you don't know you're ever going to get fucking paid. Exactly. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. If you're well, I hope gamble, she has a good lawyer. I, I hope she doesn't just let it go. Oh, I don't think she's going to let it go. I, I'm honestly sure there's hope lawyers it, The only thing the I'm block. concerned about is that she accepted a few of their concessions. Yeah, I wouldn't have taken shit. I mean, that, that's the thing. She should have just said, that's fuck That's what I'm this, afraid I'm of is that that's yeah. what they're going to say. She agreed to take this in lieu of a payment. Yeah, show it to me in writing. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Unless she signs something, fuck you guys. You know, I don't know, but I, I, the whole thing is just bullshit. And like I said, I'm getting really tired of businesses just going, no, I'm sorry. I'm not fucking paying every time something doesn't go their way. It didn't used to be that way. Do you remember back in the day when if somebody posted to put some shit in the newspaper and the price was wrong, too fucking bad. You had to sell it for that price. Remember that? Yeah. Like I said, I'm tired of companies. Just throwing up their hands when shit doesn't go their way and going, I don't know, fuck you. But like I was telling you before, there was a time when if somebody posted a price in a newspaper, right? And they said, TVs, $10. They had to fucking sell the TVs for $10. You remember that? Yeah. Now they post the price. This happened to me at Fry's. They posted the wrong price. I get there and they go, yeah, that's the wrong price. I'm already here, fuckers. I have an ad telling me how much it costs. You should have to give it to me for that. It's called personal responsibility. Don't be a douche. Next story. So mad. With a client list that reads like a roster of Fortune 500 firms, a little-known company with an odd name, the Taux Corporation, has come to dominate a thriving industry, helping employers process and fight unemployment claims. Talks, which emerged from obscurity over the last eight years, says it handles more than 30% of the nation's requests for jobless benefits. Pledging to save employers money, in part by contesting claims, Talks helps them, helps them decide which applications to resist and how to mount effective appeals. The work has made Talks a boom business in a bust economy, but critics say the company has undermined a crucial safety net. Officials in a number of states have called Talks a chronic source of error and delay. Yeah, here's what they do. I'll tell you what they do. This company, if you're if your employer, if you're unfortunate enough to have your employer be a client of this company and you get laid off, they go out and they they file blanket protests to all claims that anybody makes for the company. Even if they know they're totally baseless, right? They just file mm-hmm. the complaint. That immediately stops you from getting anything until the complaint is resolved. You don't get shit until the complaint is resolved. 
which means you might not be able to pay bills. Worst case, you know, you're losing your car, you're losing your house, nobody's got any fucking food, and you're out on the street. And they know that the longer they protest your payments, the less likely it is you'll be able to fight. Because you're you're constantly losing your shit. Everything is going to shit for you because you can't get you can't get your unemployment insurance, nothing. They also have this lovely trick where they'll file a lawsuit against you and then not show up. And then when the judge makes a, his judgment, they'll appeal the judgment. So they just drag the shit on and on and on. And it doesn't cost them anything to do. I mean, they're just constantly filing paperwork to fuck up your day. As if being laid off from your job isn't stressful enough, having yeah. to scrap and fight for your unemployment benefits. When really, honestly, the company knows full well that it, in many cases that you would be eligible for them. Oh, yeah. They're just fighting as long as possible. Right. That's just so asinine. That's the thing. It's, not, hey, you're fired. Oh, hey, you know what else we're going to do? We're going to put our cock in your ass. How about that? Oh, we're going to take the cock out of your ass. We're going to put it on your neck for a while. I'm telling you now, nobody has to believe me. Corporations will not be happy until humans are completely disposable. They won't be happy with firing you. They will actually kill you and recycle your body and feed it to other employees. They're evil people. I don't know how well I would sleep at night if I worked for a company that was doing that intentionally. I mean, that's really their full focus. Well, you remember the job that I had before the job I have right now? Yeah. Okay. Remember when they were fucking with everybody and that's why I left? Yeah. The human resources person at that company killed themselves. Oh, no. Yeah, they should have. They're fucking scumbags. They were because they were doing that kind of shit. They would. They wouldn't fire anybody. okay, and they wouldn't lay anybody off, but they would do shit like tell you that your new hours are from midnight to three. For your first part of your shift and from five to eight. For the second part, midnight to three in the morning. And then five in the afternoon until eight at night. That, that's what was your shift. Yikes. Or they would move people. That was the big one. They would move them. They would say, we're moving your office to California in a month. We're not relocating you. If you're not there in a month to take your new job, you're fired. And you're fired for cause because it's dereliction of duty. You didn't show up for your job. Not nice. Yeah, it's fucking evil. And that was back when things were good. Now I can't even imagine the kind of shenanigans companies are up to. I don't know. I'm telling you. It's going to get bad. And everybody just needs to get ready. And the one thing more than anything else, healthcare, anything else, your senators and shit need to be watching out for you for cases like this, where big business is just fucking you in the ass. It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Agree. I don't even know where to go from there. The whole kind of thing just makes me angry. Mosquito Coast, that's where you go from there. That's where we're going to be heading. I don't know. If I get it laid worries me because with so many people out of work, companies that are just essentially heartless. Yeah. And we're such a nation of consumers. You know, at, at some point, it's not sustainable. Well, I'll tell you right now. If I if I get laid off for whatever reason, right, we're going to pack up our shit, we're going to move somewhere cheap, buy a cheaper house than the one we've got now, and fuck it. I'm not going to pay any of my old bills. I'm just not going to. 
You know what I'm saying? Fuck them. We'll be one of those people that just walks away from shit. Yeah. Why not? What's the downside? It's not like people have a choice. I'm not going to sit here and let them leach us dry and we'll lose. You know what I'm saying? You're going to lose it anyway, so fuck it. Throw the motorcycle on a trailer. Go. Yeah, Move to a shack anymore. in Montana. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'll build a cordwood house for you. Yeah. We will become, you and I are going to become some crusty hippies. I guarantee you it's going to happen at Making some point. Making pottery. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'll take a couple classes first. I'll get my glass gear back. We'll, I'll make dildos for people all over the world. Nice. There's a lot of money in that. There's your glass cock. $300, please. How'd you feel? If I was making $300 per glass cock, you'd have to be pretty happy about it, right? I guess it depends on how many you sold. If you only sold one I bet a I could, month, I bet that's I, not so good. I bet I could sell 10 a week, glass cocks. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Probably. Then we could sell some pocket pussies for people. Yay. Sex, in, sex, industry will, it out. sex industry will never go out of style, Kim. I couldn't do that. Make a polymer clay mold of your vagina. Stop it. <laughs> People are saying we'd still need the internet to podcast. I didn't say I'm getting rid of my internet. I'll still have internet. I'll do it from my iPad. We'll just move somewhere right on the edge of 3G coverage. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Where do you live? I live right here. (laughs) If I go out in the front yard and I stand on one leg and I stretch my arms way up and I have my tinfoil hat on. Well, we'll just just run a 50-foot cat cable out to the territory and put a little antenna on it. (laughs) Tyler's saying we could record in the internet cafe. I think we would get thrown out. I don't know. It depends on where you are. Maybe the biggest happening thing around. I'm pretty sure if the, I was at an internet cafe. We like were a true live audience. Yelling about how I was going to make glass cocks for everybody. I don't think I'd be very popular. I could be wrong, though. Maybe let's try it out. Somewhere in Utah might be all right. Let's go down to the local star- Starbucks and give it a shot. No. Come on. No way. Our local Starbucks has like circus people. I know. I'm afraid. Come on, pussy. All right. You got anything else? Not for this show. All right. I got to get going on my glass cocks. You think I should make ones with like prongs on them? I don't know. Why don't you do some research? It'll be a little, it'll be a little, uh, a little um, dead ringer ish. Mm, (laughs) Do not recommend. (laughs) What's this? That's your ass spike. What does it do? It spikes you in the ass when you use it. God, what do you think? Yikes. Anyway, if they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Tyler would buy 10. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> he already told me it's not fun until there's blood. Uh, Email. show at gmail.com. Oh, the youth of America. I figured it out that if you take Cole and Tyler, right, then we actually have a good cross-section of the youth of America. Between the two of them, we get to one right in the middle. You know what I mean? maybe cole's gonna kill me any minute now anyway, thanks amazon <laughs> for being our sponsor don't forget your juices of blueberry vote for some podcast ally.com leave us a review at itunes tell your friends for god's sake tell somebody you know it doesn't cost you a dime to tell somebody how great this show is not a fucking penny you just go you know this show is awesome you should listen to it and then you would have something to talk about with people that you work with anything kim it is a conversation starter I would most say so. topics you could start off with would you like a glass cock with the spike on it yes or no most people will say no, but you might find somebody that says yes, and then you need to get them to call the show. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. 
Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing 2. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3 signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastalley.com.